Well, God bless you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. And I was thinking about thoughts for today. And there's so many wonderful thoughts that God has given us. You know, this life he's given us to live is a really great life. And again, it's about our choices and our decisions and how we respond to situations. You know, whether we're going to be negative, whether we're going to dwell on situations, or whether we're going to look to God and turn our hearts to him and listen to what God is saying. Like God really wants us to listen to what he's saying through the words that are being encouraged, through our own thoughts. We can be quiet. We can be still and know that he is God. We can listen to his voice and see what God is putting in our hearts to do. And God can enlighten our minds and speak to us as we meditate and as we stay with a humble heart, as we're led by God. And I was thinking about Abraham today. Like, you know, Abraham listened to God and God blessed and prospered him so greatly. And I was thinking that God wants us to be blessed and prosperous, just like Abraham is absolutely available and when God got involved in Abraham's life, everything changed for Abraham. When God got involved in Moses' life, everything changed for Moses. And the same for Joshua and Isaac and Job and all the wonderful men like Solomon and David. Uh, God really wants to be involved in everything in your life, you know. He wants to really be the head of everything concerning you so that you can really live that life which is more abundant that Jesus Christ came to make available. So Abraham, he listened to God and God blessed and prospered him so greatly that God really wanted to be involved in Abraham's finances. And God wants to be involved in your finances as well. And he shows us how that he can get involved. You know, it's all there in the scriptures for us to see when our hearts are really open to him and we really want to go God's way because there's so many ways we can go but there's only one true way and Jesus Christ lived that life before God and set the example for all of us and men and women after him and lots of things were recorded for us to see and to understand to consider and for God to enlighten us on you know and there was many wonderful things that God did for Abraham like God said about Abraham that he was rich in cattle he was rich in silver he was rich in gold and he had much material possessions. And at that time, it was like owning a multi-billion dollar company. Abraham's wealth increased as he expressed his confidence in God and as he stayed faithful to God and as he believed God. And we can see through the scriptures of Abraham's life when we read about him, like Abraham listened to God. Number one, he listened to God. And Abraham, number two, honored God who prospered him. And Abraham was generous and avoided strife. And Abraham was compassionate towards others. Like these are some qualities that we can see about Abraham, his heart, his love for God, his love for other people, and to enjoy the life that God had given him. And when we honor these principles here that we see, then God will greatly get involved in your finances. And these are great principles that you can practice. God wants you and your family blessed. And he also wants you to be a blessing. So when a difficult situation come up, comes up, like in finances, you know, we tend to default to the old nature and try and solve the problem in our own strength. And what we need to do every time there's a situation is we need to go to God. We run to God and we go to him 
for his wisdom for his direction in our lives and in Genesis 24 1 it says and Abraham was old and well stricken in age and the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things see God had blessed Abraham in all things God had given to Abraham a hope and a future and an expected end it wasn't just an expected end but it was through his life God had blessed him and God's got hope for today hope for tomorrow and a great expectation for the end that we know that whether we are gathered together in this day and time or whether we sleep we're going to be gathered together we got an expected end but god wants us to enjoy life right now this life that he's given us he wants us to be happy and he wants us to be blessed so abraham you know he really stayed with god and he honored god with his life with his substance and he followed what god put in his heart for him to do you can go to genesis you can read and all the records there about abraham just what a great man he was solomon also understood the principle to prosperity and in proverbs there's many truths regarding finances like proverbs 11 24 to 25 it says there is one who generously scatters abroad and yet increases all the more and then there's one who withhold what is just due but it results only in want and poverty the generous man who is a source of blessing shall be prosperous and enriched and he who waters will himself be watered reaping the generosity he has sown and that is the amplified version of that in proverbs 3 verses 9 and 10 is from the living bible says on the lord by giving him the first part of all your income and he will fill your barns with wheat and barley and overflow your wine fats with the finest wine so when we look at the heart of solomon we see he wasn't greedy for himself but he really wanted to help other people and we can see that in the record of first kings chapter 3 and verse 3 it says and solomon loved the lord that's the first thing we do we love the lord we love god with all our heart soul mind and strength walking in the statues of david his father only he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places and the king went to gibeon to sacrifice there for that was the great high place a thousand burnt offerings did solomon offer upon the altar in gibeon the lord appeared to solomon in a dream by night and god said ask what i shall give thee and solomon said thou hast shown unto thy servant david my father great mercy according as he's walked before thee in truth and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart and thou hast kept for him this great kindness and thou hast given him a son to sit on the throne as it is this day and now o lord my god thou hast made thy servant king instead of david my father and i am but a little child and i know not how to come go in go out or come in and thy servant is in the midst of thy people which thou hast chosen a great people that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people that i may discern between good and bad for who is able to judge this thy so great people and the speech pleased the lord that solomon had asked this thing and god said unto him solomon because thou hast asked this thing and has not asked for thyself long life neither has asked riches for thyself nor has asked the life of thy enemies but has asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment this is the wisdom of god is the precious thing 
Behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and an understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee, neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. And I have also given thee that which thou hast not asked, both riches and honour. God wanted him to have riches and honour, so that there shall not be any among the kings like unto thee all thy days. And if thou wilt walk in my ways to keep my statutes and my commandment as thy father David walked, then I will lengthen thy days. See, God wanted him to really be prosperous, healthy, wealthy, have long life, and the life of his enemies. Solomon didn't ask for any of those things, but it was the heart of God that wanted him to have those things. And because his heart was right at this time, God blessed him. So the motive of your heart has to be God first, to love him, to want his wisdom to want his spiritual understanding and to use what he blesses us with to be a blessing so god wants us to be blessed to be a blessing like matthew 6 30 and 33 we can see when we read those records they're like seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all the things that you need will be added unto you for John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, even as thy soul prospereth. Like God wants you to have a good journey through life. This word prosper means to have a good journey through life, to have a successful journey through life. And you certainly need those things to help you in this life here on earth. And your soul is the determinant factor. Your soul is your will, your mind and emotions. It is God first in it. And with God's wisdom, you can prosper, you can be in health, you can have these wonderful blessings so that in any situation that you can be the head and not the tail, that you're not touched by the force of this world or by uh, a shortage of finance. Because when we honor God from our heart, because we know he's our first love, we know he's our provider, then we can certainly prosper and what comes along with this wonderful prosperity that god blesses us with as we honor him with our heart as we live unto him as we want to do his will and to be a blessing to god by living unto him walking in that relationship with him speaking his word boldly as he opens the doors so when we do these things you know god will certainly honor us and God is the one that gives us the power to get wealth. And that means God gives us his wisdom. This is the power to get wealth. It's God's wisdom. He shows us what to do, what we need to apply, and to keep him first and to love him. And, you know, what we should do and think and say. These things open the door for God to go to work on our behalf. And then we will see his wealth manifested in our life. And the greatest wealth is that wisdom and walk with God and having his understanding, having his heart, that spiritual wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ activating us. And when we apply that wisdom, then we get these wonderful results. And what we speak about our finances has great impact for good or bad. If we're speaking negative about our finances, if we're saying we got lack, if we're saying that we, we're only just getting by, well, guess what? That's what will continue to happen until we change and start saying what God says. So the words we speak are because of the thoughts that we think. Concerning finances, we need to say what God says, not what the world says. We need to have those heavenly thoughts 
along with that comes the stewardship of what God gives us we're stewards we need to make the money work for us not us work for money and if we got God first he certainly supplies we're on his economy so what we believe and speak affects our natural world you know, Jesus said this to the disciples in Mark 11:23. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and believe in his heart, and doubt not, but believe the things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So God has given to us his heavenly wisdom concerning finances, and these are law that govern the universe. So when we work with these laws, when we cooperate with them, the laws that God has set up, these principles that God has put into place, then they will work for us. So if you speak negatively about your finances, you'll have what you say. See, you could be applying these principles, but your negative words will cancel them out. So you're doing everything from your heart, but then your words are not matching up with your actions and what you're thinking. And a situation can't, I just haven't got enough. This never seems to... I never seem to have enough to do this and I always seem to fall behind. These words are really you no know, detrimental to us because we know different. We know the, um, the higher level of living, which is say what you want, not what you see. And also, you know, when we got those thoughts and those wonderful words married up, they're married together and then we're doing, then we will definitely see the harvest that god wants us to have and you'll definitely see something because there's a law of giving and receiving there there's the law of sowing and reaping so there definitely will be some return but it, the difference i believe is what we say and what we believe and what we're expecting so when we say and do with faith and confident what god says for us to do we will definitely reap the rewards of what god says we can and should have those windows of heaven for the spiritual blessings come in and play out into the physical so when we have doubt that god wants us to prosper then we'll not be able to release your faith for your finances you have to be fully persuaded that this is god's heart for you and like when we give we do it with faith you know we we're giving it somewhere where god shows us to give it but we have to believe for that return well, what's the point of doing it a farmer wouldn't sow his seeds and not expect a, uh, a field full of crops so this is a real law this is really real just as a farmer sows his seed he's going to get a return even if it's not a great ground he'll still get something come through that ground right but if it's a good ground and it's done from a good heart and a clear conscience and a heart unto god we definitely will receive this wonderful harvest and return in our lives that god wants us to have again for john 2 says beloved i wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and thou may be in health even as thy soul prospereth psalms 35 verses 27 and 28 says let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause yea let them say continually let the lord be magnified which have pleasure in the prosperity of his servants god takes pleasure when we prosper and it starts in the heart Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper even as thy soul prospereth. Like we're rich with the wisdom of God in our heart and rich with the words that come out of our mouth. Prosperity starts in you and God has supplied everything for you. And verse 28 says, And my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness 
and of thy praise only in the morning and at night no it doesn't say it says and my tongue shall speak of thy righteousness and of thy praise all the day long so going back to abraham in galatians 3 14 it says that the blessings of abraham and we just read some of his blessings and if you go to genesis you can read all of his blessings it says that the blessings of abraham might come on the gentiles through jesus christ that we might receive the promise of the spirit through what faith it's through faith read the context in galatians 3 verses 6 to 14 it's just really wonderful god told moses and the children of israel that blessings and cursings were before them in deuteronomy 28 we read that so if they listen diligently to the voice of the lord and do all his commandments they would be blessed in every area if they choose not to listen to the voice of the lord then they would be cursed with poverty sickness and spiritual death read the whole chapter of deuteronomy 28 it's god's heart for us to really prosper be healthy be spiritually wealthy in our living not just that we've received the spirit and we don't manifest it that we don't manifest these spiritual blessings and god shows us what to do so that we can manifest all these wonderful spiritual blessings that christ accomplished and put back in order for us so that we could live and move no poverty is a curse but thanks be to god that christ redeemed us from that curse of the law so that we can receive all this richness jesus christ became poor so that we could become rich uh, galatians 3 13 christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made, made a curse for us for it is written cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree so now jesus christ has restored the order so that we can have all these wonderful blessings and you know not forgetting isaac you know abraham's son he was really wealthy and he led a really prosperous life he followed what god showed him to do and he prospered in a famine you know so no matter what this world's forces going on when we're with god he gives the wisdom of what to do and how to do it and when we follow that wonderful encouragement from god he will make sure that we are very well taken care of and you know he uh isaac was so prosperous he even made the philistines envious of him that he had to even move and get out of the country you know so god can really bless you and uh it's his heart to really bless you you know just look at job you know he was righteous man he had lots of material wealth and possessions he was distinguished man in the east you know and he demonstrated you know great dedication to god despite you know situations that were in his life but he maintained his faith you know in the face of many obstacles in his life and at the end of that god rewarded job doubly you know with riches that surpassed everything he previously had and then obviously we just covered solomon and then you got king david's uh which is solomon's dad he was very very wealthy but god was first in his life there's so much great things about david his wonderful heart is a man after god's own heart and god made him flourish you know he's so faithful when we stick with god god sticks with us and blesses us and promotes us and he calls us to be prosperous and he calls us to be a blessing he calls us to be fruitful in every area he calls us to be peaceful even when there's nothing in this world to be peaceful about we have that wonderful peace because we got the spirit of god and what about joseph you know a wealthy man 
and he was really blessed he went through a tough time but he became very very rich he was of a humble nature and a humble heart and he rose to the position of second in command of Egypt so I mean wow if God can do that for someone that had nothing you know everything robbed of him God more than doubly blessed him and God wants to doubly bless you but we just got to trust God with what he's saying using his wisdom of how to you know really live and move and have our being in him and so God is faithful to his promises God is saying yes to you that all the promises of God are yes in Christ and amen and so when we got the right heart and the right mind the right attitude that we steward the things that God's give us we put it to work for us we put money to work for us it doesn't have us but we have money to use and utilize and God directs that when we keep him first in our heart and mind and the greatest thing above all these things is that we got this wonderful good news this wonderful wisdom of God these heavenly words and this great authority the Spirit of God dwelling in us that we can really set people free with these wonderful truths and that we can heal them we can deliver them we can restore them through that ministry of word and reconciliation so God is really with us and God wants us to have a good mind he doesn't want us to be sad he doesn't want us to doubt he doesn't want us to worry but he wants us to have great confidence in him in this area and as we follow what God gives us to do God will order your steps and set you upon your high places he'll give you what to do and how to do and so I would encourage you to consider these words and go through those records just to see how the men and women of God really prospered when they turned their hearts to God and a lot of them had adversity beforehand you know so we are in a great place guys so have a great week think prosperously speak prosperously live prosperously and be a blessing and God is with you and he's taking great care of you so God bless you